Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Hi, Deidre. Hey, girl. Hey. Ayo, we got shit going on. Um, yeah. It's about that time. Like, mm-hmm. remember, we, we said a couple episodes ago, we're going to keep it going until it, it don't feel easy. And That's it's starting not to feel <laughs> easy. Okay. The door knocking, alarms yeah. going off. We, yeah, we looking at each other like, okay. All right, girl. I mean, <laughs> um, I love you and I love this show, but when it's break time. Right. The season has been lit so far. We oh only have a few episodes left. And I know the girls on Twitter was like, what the fuck you mean you have a few episodes left? Well, well, I tired. And Deidre tired. And we tired together. And tired <laughs> bitches don't do nothing but produce shitty content. Okay? Facts. And facts. if there's one thing me gonna do is produce shitty content. We're not gonna do that. And it facts. wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good up if we wasn't good up. So we have to go get good up again. Yeah, um, we gotta pour into ourselves and... Yeah. Yeah. And and listen, it's it's right on time because I I listen to and I love the read. Um, you listen to the read? Yes, I love. It. I've been listening to the read for like for as long as they've been out. They've been what, like nine, ten. Yeah, I love them. I the love read them. Is, the read is a big part of why Good Up exists. Um, I definitely I was inspired them. by that podcast and <laughs> their most recent episode. Kid Fury talked about like his mental health and why mm-hmm. like he needs to go stop basically the read for a while indefinitely and take a break and go take care of oh, his wow. mental health and it was such an emotional like guys if you haven't listened to that episode go listen to that episode because like even talking about the arrogant emotion it's funny because i started it but i haven't finished it spoiler yeah. alert it's <laughs> it was it felt like a regular episode for most of it and then like there was like that ending where like they straight up said like hey like we have to go take care of ourselves and it was mostly kid fury who was saying this um but it kind of resonated, I mean, obviously it resonated with me because it was like, yo, I love putting this stuff out there, but if I am not my full rested yeah. good up self, then not only are we kind of contradicting ourselves on this podcast, because this podcast is about being good up and taking care of yourself and doing the work that you need to do, but yeah. also just like, I need to go live my life. But we love Ayo, and y'all have been so supportive this season, and this season has honestly been amazing, and we will talk about all those great things and highlights um at the end of the season because we're going to go on instagram live we're going to recap the season we're gonna have hopefully some guests you know people who listen to the podcast will bring y'all on if y'all want to be on there um so we'll let y'all know when that's happening but today we actually ain't talking about that we talking about ghosting Because these last couple of weeks in every episode, we've brought up this idea of ghosting. And I kept saying, like, yo, we need to do an episode on this. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, And ghosting is, um, there's so many layers to it. When I was doing the research for this episode, I was thinking about, like, okay, obviously, when, when, when we think of ghosting immediately, sometimes we think about, like, but you you were talking to somebody you got really into them you like them and all of a sudden 
contact ceased. They stopped calling. They stopped texting. You're wondering what the fuck. So we think about being ghosted, but ghosting actually has so many more layers because last week in the therapy episode, we talked about shit like ghosting your therapist. Yeah. Um, I've been ghosted by family members. <laughs> like you, there's levels to ghosting. Sometimes people ghost for the sake of their own mental health and they have reasonings behind it. And there's always this argument of like, okay, when is ghosting okay? So I want to talk about all of that and more today. But of course, we're going to start with a real basic ABC questions. Have you ever been ghosted? And what was that experience? Like, what was your worst experience of ghosting if you've been ghosted? Okay. Shout out to this moment of transparency, y'all. Because, baby. Okay. Um... I don't know that it's the worst, but it's the only recollection I have of being ghosted. So this is all I could share. This was when I had first moved to New Jersey and I like started dating. I had swiped on this, this like Jewish guy. And I remember we went on a few dates. It was cute. He was helping me look for a car because I was, I was car shopping at the time. So he would be the one to take me to like, look at my cars. And it was, I met his friends, all kinds of stuff. It wasn't like no long period, but it was like, was that we were involved like it was we were involved and granted we didn't sleep together for a while and then literally when i finally slept with him he ghosted me and mind you and then it gets better because when i did finally sleep with him i can't see my face right now because (laughs) unless you're your patrons and you part of the vip community shout out to you yeah when my face right now yeah and that's the thing because we we went on several dates he had like this weekly thing he did with his friends where they all went and played pool together he brought me along for that we had a good time the women in the group like really gravitated towards me and we were chatting it was really cool Mm -hmm. um he was a divorcee and he had a daughter who was a few years older than dylan obviously the kids never met and we and we never met each other's kids but even that we talked about mutual like this is casual type thing yeah we had looking for part we hadn't gotten to that conversation yet i knew i wasn't looking for a partnership which is why i was just like bro you did not have to ghost me like calm down i wasn't looking for a husband <laughs> you know what i mean it was just me getting to know him but i remember we were talking about like um you know parenting and even like this was when dylan had first entered preschool so he was giving me different tips because i had to pack lunches for dylan i remember he would share like some of the things that he learned along the way with packing lunches for his daughter. So it was like a whole building thing. a friendship. Like he was we invested building a whether whole... or not. Yeah. I, yes. When he, I tell there was you, rapport. It was a full blown rapport. Like legit. Like it was to the point where like he knew I was car shopping because he knew I had just moved up. So he was even like, he would give me advice on like my transition. And I remember like whenever I came across like a dealership or a car that I was interested in, I would text him and he would legit be like, because he owned his own business. So he would be like, okay, bet I'm leaving the office. I'm gonna come take you to look at this car. It was very much that like, and when I finally gave it up, he planned like this whole thing. He invited me over to his house. He cooked, um, everything I spent in it. He bought me this adorable little like Teddy. And I remember him texting me. I remember him texting me and being like, I bought you something and I hope it doesn't offend you. Like, um, but I saw it and I thought of you and I just, Okay, I hope you like it. Fuck and up. when I came over, it was this adorable little Teddy. It was just very, so I don't know what the fuck. So, okay. It's because so bizarre. We've talked about, about this. It. It's very bizarre. We've it's talked bizarre. about this on a podcast before, right? We had an episode talking about casual sex. And we've talked about situations where, you know, people aren't clear about what it is. And sometimes people assume yeah. things. But I'm sorry. 
you are taking me on dates. I am meeting your friend circle. You are helping right. me shop for cars. You purchased <laughs> lingerie, right? Literally. Literally. This does not mean that I expect you to marry me tomorrow, but why the fuck would you ghost me after that? that don't why make would you no ghost sense. me after that? And then I didn't ask to come to your house, sir. He legit was like, are you comfortable with coming over to my house? You invited me into your home. Right, because after several days, he asked me if I'm comfortable coming to his house. I was like, sure. So he was like, I'd love to cook for you. We used to talk about You'll art. cook for me. Because that's when I was starting to express an interest in art. And he <laughs> also had just started fight. investing in art. So we used to bond over art. I remember he had just bought this sculpture at an art museum. And we were both so excited about it. It was this whole thing. Didja, please know that Come I am not home. laughing like at you or at your <laughs> no, situation. I, I but it's fuck pissing me fine. off. It's wild. This and I came to his house. Off. He was such a, quote, gentleman. He was so, the place was, it was a beautiful house. He gave me a tour of the house. He even did this thing where he, like, showed me the master bedroom. And because he was like it was he was um kind of like i won't say redecorating but he was like he pretty much was like oh i need a woman's touch in here like i think it was like a game that he plays what at this point psychotic fuck it was that? so weird hey Isa, it was so weird because and i will never forget it was a saturday night it was a saturday night um and then i remember him telling me that his parents was coming into town and he was hosting them and blase blase and then i just never heard from him so never what was what and and never I, I gonna tell my story at, at some point, but I want mm-hmm. to know like what is the thought process after this happens? After you realize that you're being ghosted, how does that feel? And I want you to talk yeah. about this because I don't think people realize that like the ab- the feel the feelings that set in when you realize you've been ghosted don't fucking feel good. Okay. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. So for one, in the moment I was for for one, I was initially very confused. Um, and I found myself wondering if I, like, obviously, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? Like, what? I'm confused. Um, and then I just, I I blocked him because I'm like, I'm not going to keep reaching out to you. Like, I'm right. not going to. So I just blocked him and I just, I felt very used to say the, I felt very used. And I had to process that because for one, I'm just like, it's not like I was coming on strong. It's not like I was implying that I was looking for a husband, none of that. I was essentially following your lead. You know what I mean? It was it was really weird to me. And it just made me feel the only thing that I could deduce was that he just wanted some booty. <laughs> um, and even what, if that's what, not the case, whatever it was. Ass, get some ass and tell me that. Like, ass. what are we, fucking five? You can't right. use your words, Elmo? It was just, yeah, it was just really weird to me. It also, I'm not going to lie, because that was my first experience with a non-black, well, I should say a white man, right? He's so a, that, yeah, it definitely man. made me very, like, um, it, it caused me to, it caused me to buy into that thing that have been poured into us for so long that white men fetishize black women. At the time, that's what I did. I turned yeah. it into, this is all he ever wanted. And I never gave a white man a chance after that, ever. I was like, cause this is all y'all gonna do. I had to also be like, no, just cause this one man did that doesn't mean that they're all gonna do that to you. Um, and I I'm feel so like- what sorry it, that happened. I, I am not, to be honest, I'm not. Um, I mean- Because- I didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? You didn't do anything wrong, but you also didn't deserve to feel all of the feelings that you just described. Like you had to go through a a process and actually go through a process of healing just to deal with that when you could have been spared from that process if that person had just communicated whatever it is they needed to communicate. Exactly. I can't speak for he. I can't speak for why he didn't want to continue the relationship, but fuck like 
Yeah, it was really weird. Um, and it wasn't, and again, I never asked him for anything. It was him who, when we we went on our first date, I mean, once I expressed that I had just moved here and I was pretty much in this transition stage, I had just started my job. I was in the process of looking for a car. He was like offering to help me through those processes and I accepted the help. And it wasn't a thing where he was like doing everything for me, obviously, you know what I mean? But he was very much like, listen, when you come across vehicles that you like, call me, I'll take you to see them. Like, did it, he was very like, he's, it was just so weird and so that was that was like a no for me i was like i okay. hope wherever he is every time he turn on his car his check engine like come on but whenever he take Same. it to the dealership they can't find anything wrong Same. you dumb Same. bitch yeah it was really weird i just was like bruh like what like it was bizarre to me so man hey i yeah, try not to make this wild. an issue about man because i'm also going to talk about in the reverse situations where yeah. we've ghosted right this is not just a man thing but when men ghost, right? I don't give a fuck who listen. <laughs> let me so let random. me let me say it right here. You know how I had to stop and be like, well, not all men. I don't give a fuck. When nah, men ghost, that shit they'll be for dumb fucking mm -hmm. reasons. It'll be for shit you could have sent in a text. I will stand by that. I will die on this hill. This hill it's have true. a launcher, umbrella, suntan lotion, and yes. fucking Wi-Fi, bitch. Fight me. Man the ghost for dumb fucking reasons. It's true. It don't make no it's sense. True. It's, it was anyway. wild yeah so yeah that was that's the only that's the only recollection i have of being ghosted and I that's the only of, time yeah that's the only time i've ever been go i can't think Listen. of any time that i've been ghosted and if if i'm forgetting if somebody has ghosted me and i don't remember please dm me to remind me but <laughs> that's that i don't remember being ghosted outside of that if you listen to this episode and you drinking something, go put ice in your drink, bitch, because I have lived my life as a fat woman. You know how many times I get ghosted in my life? Oh, no. Dad, listen. Oh listen, gosh. Linda. Um, no, yeah, ghosting is a very common part of the fat dating experience. Um, it just, it is. I mean, shit, I've been ghosted by family. Man. Like, my brother went through some shit at one point in my life and ghosted, like, the whole family. And I was like, dude, seriously? Um, <laughs> but, no, I think my, my worst experience with ghosting was the worst experience because it was repeated ghosting. It was ghosting to come back. To ghost again. To ghost again. To come back. To so ghost again, and I was like, Caspar, Caspar, mm -hmm. I need you to relax, Papa. Yeah, you mm -hmm. you get. First of all, obviously my fault because I mean not my fault because you shouldn't treat no. anybody like that, but exactly. my fault in that you let it. I kept happening. allowing the person back in because I was so happy when they used to come back, right? Mm. But that's it. Literally was just like the mind fuck of like, oh my god, I'm so happy you're back. Oh, you're gone again. You're it gone must again. be my fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this person, it. The ghosting was like, a, I can't deal with our situation, so I'm going to ghost. Or oh, okay. I don't want to be honest about the fact that I'm dating somebody else right now, so I'm going mm -hmm. to ghost. And it was, it was like, instead of saying, hey, I cannot give you what you want. I cannot be the person you want me to be. Instead of just having that conversation and cutting things off, it was, I can't give you what you want, but I still want you. And I still want us can and I, this situation so i'm going I to ghost because can i ask you something yeah do you think it's a can't or don't want to because i feel don't like want a lot to. of yeah because i'm like if you if you can't but you still want to be with me yeah. that means you don't want to and because I, if I you so couldn't you said that because yeah. who is holding you hostage exactly because my thing is, is if you couldn't do it 
and you cared about me, you wouldn't want me to stick around. For exactly. instance, when I dated that guy that I've referenced before, who was excellent husband material, if him and I dated now, as opposed to a few years ago, I would absolutely mm -hmm. be with a man forever. Because I was not ready to be in a relationship and I just mm -hmm. could not be that person for him, I let him go. Yeah. I recognize that I was holding on to somebody who deserved to be let go. I let him See, go. But There's this a... goes back to the inner child episode because what That's was true. happening with me is that I was convincing myself that I was not enough for this person to stick around so i would try to make myself enough when they would come back around oh and then i would deal with all those like feelings of abandonment yeah. feelings of not being enough confusion of just like well why wh what's the reason is this yeah. and it got to the point where and it was funny because this person actually ghosted me like so we cut off the sort of relationship part and we became mm -hmm. friends right yeah even in friendship, this possible was close to me. I don't like doing what I'm Whoever fuck. you be, fuck you. Whoever you be, fuck you. <laughs> I said, fuck you. So they they came the back at a point and I was just like, dude, when you do this, do you know what I go through? This was the first time I had actually like explained like the process that goes through my mind when you ghost me. And I was like, sometimes I think you're dead because mm -hmm. I my mind goes to the worst possible thing because I'm like, it can't be me. Why yeah. would this person just choose not to talk to me? Like yeah. that hurts. So I don't so want to think up. about that. So something must have happened to them. So I can worry about them. Like it's, it's a really fucked up mental process to go yeah, through. And I was like, why would you, why would you put somebody through that? You could just text them and say, Hey, I do not have, and given, right? So all of the reasons for ghosting were always complicated. It was like a, a number of reasons. And sometimes it was related to mental health, right? This person also struggles with their mental health. Yeah. So at a point it became like, I'm having a depressive episode. I've been having one for a couple of months. This is why. And I'm like, I get that. But you could text me and say, everything you're telling me now I would rather you had said that three months ago so that I give you your space and I leave exactly. you alone. Mm -hmm. And I pray for you from a distance and wish you the best. But for you to just be like, peace out, like, what a fuck. And then pop back in as you... <laughs> and then that's the thing, because if, if, if it's truly a matter of mental health, one of the biggest things that you have to accept is that people, at some point, people are just not going to have the energy to continuously be available to be toyed with like that, right? Because it's then, nothing... Go you ahead. know what I asked myself this last time too? What about my mental health? Exactly. Like not trying to negate your situation, not trying to reduce it or take away from what you're experiencing. But why do you think that you ghosting a person and them not knowing where you are or whether or not you're okay or why you would abandon them going to be okay for their mental health? Like you could ghost me for the sake of yours, but I just supposed to be okay and like you Yeah, yours is, is, yeah, exactly. Because it's definitely because, not going to Because it's just strong, yours. right? I, I fucking she Hulk over here. I'm going to be fine regardless. You know where the strong ones in a community. <laughs> like, I listen... So even with this person aside, there have been multiple times where I've been ghosted by men and the reasoning I was given was mental health related. Like I got depressed or I was going through something or mm -hmm. this and that. And I used to feel so bad because it's like, if I stay mad at you, after you're the bad guy, told, you're the problem. Yeah, after you've just told me that you were depressed, that you were dealing with whatever, that you 
had all these mental demons you needed to deal with. If I still say that's not an excuse or if I say, but what a fuck, like if I'm the bad person, like mm-hmm. I'm not being empathetic. I'm not being there for you or whatever I say to you in this moment after you've just been dealing with what you're dealing with could drive, push you over the edge of whatever you're dealing with. I want to ask something and oof, we might have to cut this question out of the episode. I'm going to be honest. And this is not saying that I feel like everybody who have mental health issues do this because I know that it's not the case. I am well aware that it's not the case. As somebody who struggles with anxiety and depression, my damn self, I know that this is not the case, but I find myself wondering, do you think that sometimes um, those um, things get weaponized as an excuse? Yeah, to be honest. Okay. Because um, I just... And, I, and- <laughs> yeah, and, and no, if, if you listen in and you feel like somehow we've just told you that like you weaponizing your mental health like that's not what we're doing this is not pay less and every shoe don't fit um yes yeah that's (laughs) a good thank you for that because i'm like i'm not saying that everybody does this but no in in those situations do i feel like sometimes people were being honest and sometimes people were weaponizing their mental health yes because of everything i just said how could i in that situation then draw a boundary and say cool everything you just said valid but you need to stay the fuck away from me. I don't want yeah, to talk to you anymore. Yeah. In those situations, it feels almost impossible to not be there for that person and to not yeah. be empathetic. And that's why, like, in a lot of those cases, those people were able to come back to me and kind of resume where we started off. Because the minute you troll your mental health in there, the minute you, especially as a man, because men don't often open up about that shit, yeah exactly then they get to say oh this is why i don't say anything because y'all always now i'm gonna just say you know what i'm gonna just say this and who get mad going just have to be mad it's giving narcissism this is not saying that everybody you were involved with is a narcissist and i am not i'm not i don't have the credentials to diagnose nobody with no narcissistic personality disorder but what i can point out is some narcissistic ass traits and one weaponizing something like that that's a form of that's like a narcissistic trait somebody who's truly empathetic is going to have the exact struggle you had how do i set this boundary when this person has been going through so much it's going you suddenly feel like you're a problem you're a monster if you want to say hey i understand what you're going through but this is how it you're not going to do that yeah it's just wild it's wild it, it used to bother me so much because it's just like why am I always expected to just kind of put my life on pause mm-hmm. or continue my life? And then you come back in when I've already processed this and moved past and started to yeah. kind of live my life without the concept of you in it. Yeah. And now I have to process all those emotions again because all you're back. And if yeah. I stay tripping, then I tripping. Like, then I'm not being understanding. I'm not mm. being empathetic. Listen, I used to be, <laughs> I used to get so fucking mad because I don't think, and this is really why I wanted to do this episode. I really don't think that while ghosting someone, the person who is doing said ghosting really understands mentally and emotionally what that the other person goes mm-hmm. through. Like, it kind of brings you back to a very childlike place, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I, I gonna take it there. I don't give a fuck. It really brings you back to a childlike place, especially for people like me who, again, have issues with abandonment. Yeah. Every single time I've been ghosted, I go back to that place of why doesn't this person love me enough to yeah. at least just explain to me why they're not talking to me right now. Yeah, and that's a I very know. fucked up thing to feel. I'm sorry. 
It's cool. I'm I over it. I married my man will never ghost me. He tied to me for the- life. I love you. <laughs> my man will never ghost me. That's right. I, w- I, I wish he would. I know where he live. I know he mother live. I know he father live. I know his social security number. I was just about to say. I know his blood type. He couldn't ghost me if he tried. <laughs> <laughs> like we bonded for life. Period. But, period. Um. So yeah. In in on the flip side though. In saying all of this, we've acknowledged our feelings about ghosting. We we acknowledge that I fuck wrong and it sucks to be on the other side of it. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Yes. Be and too. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that shit again. Hey, but okay, well, maybe we could provide some context to the people who've been go- Like, why ghost? Why not just say... So here's the thing. I only just started ghosting in the last couple of years, right? Mm. Um, I just learned in the last couple of years how notorious me and my fellow Aquarii are for ghosting the people. <laughs> and it's so funny, y'all. Um, for the people who are not in the VIP section, I happen to be wearing my Aquarius t-shirt today. Yeah, did you come um, ripping her people today? Yeah, I literally am wearing an Aquarius shirt today. Um, and I didn't even know we were doing the episode about ghosting until we, you know, started talking about the episode today. So shout out to alignment. But in any case, um, when I ghost people, which it's not something that happens often, but anytime that I have ghosted somebody, it's because I, for one, my main reason is because I feel like I'm not valued by them. So they're not going to miss me anyway. Um, usually I've done or said something to let you know that I'm not feeling some sense of reciprocity or this connection is not working for me in some fashion and then if it doesn't feel like anything is changing i just ghost um <laughs> i could think of three people i've ghosted in the last year <laughs> like, and it hasn't not, not you got ghosting rotation i definitely have a ghosting <laughs> log a log of people who've been ghosted so um, so do you believe <laughs> that in certain circumstances it's okay to ghost Yes. I feel like if you, if somebody's disrespecting you and playing in your face, ghost them. So is it ghosting or is it crossing? I mean, drawing a boundary, drawing a boundary. Um, I think it's, so here's the thing. It's ghosting. If you've never made it clear that what they're doing is something that doesn't work for you. If it's a thing where you just sit in there taking like bullshit and then you get tired of it and then you dip granted, you still have the right to do that. But for somebody who's been dishing out bullshit for so long and the person they've been dishing it to has been accepting it with no problem and you're comfortable dishing out this bullshit, you're going to be like, wait, where'd they go? <laughs> what you mean? But at the same time, that person is most likely a piece of shit who don't give a fuck. So they're going to probably just move on to somebody else to hand bullshit to. Does that make so, sense? I mean, yeah. And, and the difference that I'm hearing is that in situations where you are sort of protecting yourself, you're drawing yes. a boundary, you are creating distance from a person for the sake of your own mental health. Mm-hmm. Like there are occasions where yes, it, ghosting, ghosting is, is called for, right? Some people, but yeah. What about in scenarios where let's say you dating somebody, they really haven't done anything wrong. You just probably ain't feeling the situation or there's. No, I think you should have, and that's the thing, right? Because when you are ghosting somebody in that regard, somebody who you just don't have the courage to say, you know, I don't think this is going to work between us. That's your, that's a you problem. You full of shit for that. I don't think anybody deserves to be ghosted in that fashion, but yeah. I think people who would be playing in your face, them ghost, them ghost those motherfuckers. You know how good it yeah. feels to ghost somebody who would play in your face? Because look, you know how it'll have them flow chats where it's like, is did this oh, person do anything wrong? Yes. Yes. 
uh, set a yes. boundary cause them. Did they we do anything wrong? No. Explain to them. Explain to them. Exactly. <laughs> we need one of those so bad because some people don't deserve to be ghosted and some people absolutely yeah. deserve to be ghosted. Even like we talked about it a few episodes ago and you explained what being ghosted feels like for you and it made me genuinely say, oh my God, I feel so bad because I had ghosted my fuck buddy of many years, right? Mm-hmm. And then I unghosted him. I unblocked him on everything. Not on everything. Oh, just you, on... you had tried to like rectify the situation. I really unblocked like, him explain. to just try to talk it out. Cause I'm like, damn, we did. I did consider you a friend, right? I had my reason for ghosting you, which was valid for me, but it doesn't mean that I should have ghosted you. Right. Mm-hmm. Unblock this man to have a conversation only to be essentially gaslighted during that conversation. And I literally spent the rest of that night upset and feeling like you deserve to be ghosted the whole time. I should have listened to my first mind and leave yeah. your ass in the dark. I don't go through that too. Um, I think the only, so ironically, the only situations where I have ghosted people have been like that situations where I had to set a boundary. Um, mm-hmm. I had to kind of remove myself from a situation and not really explain things because explaining things were not in my benefit in those situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and it has largely been in like friendship scenarios. So, you know, this, this, most recent friendship breakup that I've talked about on a podcast, like this person had lived with me, they moved out. And once they moved out, like I did what I needed to do for them in terms of loose ends that needed to be tied up because I'm not a, a fucking evil person. Yeah. And then once all of that had been tied up, I ghosted them. Yeah. I didn't respond to their last message to me. I never reached out after that. I haven't yeah. followed up. And the reason I needed to do that was because there was no point in me. Yes. <laughs> continuing. Like, literally, it would only bring harm to the situation. There was nothing left to talk about, so I ghosted. And I don't ask myself about it all the time. Like, should you have ghosted? Should you have ended it with a conversation? Should you have explained yourself? I don't feel like there was anything to explain. Yeah. So I, you know, I did that. But in situations where, like, let's say I dating somebody, and mm -hmm. I just wasn't feeling them anymore, it wasn't what I would just be like, sorry, Papa, I do I. And you know, (laughs) I really want to, um, because it comes back to like, like I said, some people just genuinely deserve to be ghosted, (laughs) right? Because you just made a valid point. If it's going to be pointless to explain your point. Some people you're genuinely talking to a wall. Some Mm -hmm. people have no interest in hearing your side of things. Some people have no interest in mending things. Some people have no interest in how things are affecting you because it comes back to them, you know? Mm If you're dealing with people like that, excuse me, protect your energy and go stay with a scunt. Like it just is what it's like. Some people just genuinely deserve to be ghosted. And I know that just sounds so cold and fucked up, but it, it, it honestly, it depends on a scenario. It does. And, and, and another thing, and I know I'm refer- I, I'm going to reference it again, but if you're dealing with somebody and you may not know, right, you don't have a way to know, but if you're dealing with somebody who might check off many boxes for narcissism, ghost they motherfucker. Narcissists deserve to be ghosted. Narciss- I'm going to say that from the bottom of my heart. Narcissists deserve to be ghosted. We can't assume that everybody who upset us is a narcissist. Let's be clear. Okay. There are specific traits that have to be met, but the reality is, is if by chance you, if, if by chance you're dealing with somebody and they do happen to have a lot of those narcissistic tendencies, ghost them, just move on. Also, I think, so one of the, one of the things that I want to (laughs) press on to is that if you are ghosting because you are running from your responsibility to say or do something, 
then your ghosting is fucked up. Like, yeah, exactly. A lot of the ghosting that I've dealt with, it's been somebody avoiding accountability, avoiding having to tell me that the part. truth. Let's say they had a woman or... Which is so like, fucked up. Oh my especially, God. Especially, again, and this goes back to, again, my experience as a fat woman in dating. I've been in a lot, a lot of situations where men have fetishized me and they liked me or they wanted me sexually, but they did not want to openly date me. So again, I have been in a lot of accidental apartment wrecking situations. That's so where fucked up. I hate these I, mother Listen, right? I, I gave back to you. Know, it, listen, <laughs> it have woman on St. Croix who swear up and down, right? That I is just this evil bitch who the tech people man i am not your man wanted a fat woman but he did not want a fat woman publicly i did not know you was his woman okay sorry i'm glad you brought that up because no i'm glad you brought that up (laughs) because let me tell you something and i'm gonna just i feel like i talk too much on my business right (laughs) there was somebody that i was with and i could see clear as day that mm-hmm. if me and that man ended up together for the long term, he would absolutely be cheating on me with fat woman. And mm-hmm. I resented the fact that he would not just l- be with who he actually likes mm-hmm. with his fucking chest. If yeah. you're more, if you're attracted to fat women, go be with a fat woman. Leave, leave the yeah. women who are conventionally, and I just hate using terms like that, but mm-hmm. there's a demographic of men who legit y'all will go for women who yeah they they have a, lot a of woman that they're yeah they're okay yeah. with dating publicly because that checks all the boxes they check all the boxes and that they have a accept. type of woman yeah they have a yeah. type of woman or or man that they're attracted to oh, exactly. and they date privately so they put those marginalized people in very dangerous situations and it's so disgusting to me and then they ghost them so i mean they ghost and, them they fetishize them they objectify yeah. them and then what they do they put them again and you made a very good point they put them in dangerous situations yeah because then what happened so, now is god forbid you end up you and they this person's actual partner finds out mm-hmm. that they cheating a lot of these delusional clowns gonna be vexed with the other woman as opposed yeah. to a man who's a exactly. dog and again and- women out here who will bust a cap and people for a man these men <laughs> are so fucking reckless and so like obsessed with it's just, i need to and calm down listen and this kind of fuck the ass me up because like Ooh. and and that is that has been my lived experience multiple times i believe I mean, you. we we could talk all day about just the wrongness of cheating on somebody but on top of that it's the fact that sometimes that person doesn't even know because they think, okay, this person is genuinely invested mm-hmm, in me. Exactly. And instead of taking accountability, you know, accepting that that they've done wrong, being honest with the person who they're misleading, they ghost, and then you find out all of this extra information. You know, many times I have been like, oh, this person ghosted me. Like, I wonder what I did, and then I go out to a club. And they see woman. this person with their partner, and then my friend is like, "Oh, they, yeah, they've been together for years." And I'm just like, "Wow, <laughs> just that's so fucked really? up to me." Like, and that's, I, that's listen. Mm. I've been ghosted by somebody who ghosted me because the other person that he was messing with got pregnant. It was very casual, and he, by all means, could have expressly told me, "Hey." I was also messing with other people. This person got pregnant. I would like to end this situation to focus exactly. on that. He just ghosts me. And I was like, Papa, we all on Twitter. That's so disrespectful. We, we part of the VA Twitter community. You think I wouldn't have found out that you get somebody pregnant? And you know what's crazy <laughs> like, to me? And it goes back to... I and I, This is not to say that it's a men versus women thing or what have you. But it just clearly goes to show that 
for one, a lot of the time it's because they think too much of themselves. They think we're going to be devastated if they tell us that that's the, they have to. That's uh, the listen, they really be thinking we're going to be crushed. They really Don't assume my feelings. Don't yeah. decide what I'm going to feel or what I'm going to say. Just open your mouth just and drop your, your mouth and, and tell me what you need to fucking say. Exactly. A use lot of your them words. Just- Yes, use your big boy words. A lot of them don't have the balls to just tell us what's going on. For one, they they trick themselves into thinking that we're going to be so crushed and devastated when the reality is, is they're just cowards. You, you know, <laughs> they're literally really, cowards. That's and that's I, I glad you said coward, right? Because what will send me, Deidre, is I get it. It gets it gets some people who could look at notifications on their phone and be cool. It gets some people who need to clear them fuck by all means, right? Those are not the people I'm talking about. There are some people who see those notifications or see text messages and in their head, they're like, okay, at some point I need to respond to this. And there's people who will look at somebody, text them and straight up ignore that fuck. How can you, after having feelings for someone, after having some type of connection, allegedly, see that person texting you, calling you, wondering where the fuck you that and be okay with just radio silence. Like, that's weird to me. Now, me, I have, to, I don't block people, right? But, like, again, like, because no, I know, you know if, a, if, if I ghost you, I block your fucking I'm blocking you on everything. Now, because I'm going to tell you, to respond. the last dude I claimed, my ex that I called my ex loosely, I, I, you know, I have blocked him. Black every- on block. <laughs> No, I've done that. I've been that girl, right? But I blocked him a few months ago and I thought he was already blocked on Instagram, right? So I blocked him on everything, WhatsApp, iPhone, everything, blocky. Thinking he was already blocked on Instagram. He was not. Mm-hmm. Fucking bitch gonna message me on Instagram. I was like, fuck. Like, so I saw the message. I'm like, damn, I thought I blocked him. So I responded to his message and then he asked me, oh, by the way, did you block me on WhatsApp? Yeah. And I was like, yes. And imagine my surprise when I found that you were able to message me on Instagram. <laughs> like, then he's like, why are you so mean? What did I ever do to you? And instead of Have giving I him the laundry just... list of things he's done to me, which is why I felt the need to distance myself and block him in the first place, I just blocked Keter too. <laughs> I yeah. didn't even respond. Just, you have a great day. Cause that man played but, my face. <sighs> but I mean, in that situation, Deidre, I felt like, I feel like that person already had some type of basic understanding of why you were not in communication anymore, right? There's really no need for closure when you understand, okay, me and this person had a falling out. They feel some type of way about me right now. I'm blocked. Cool. But if there's no warning, like in your situation, we were just intimate a day ago. Literally. We were just going out. We were on positive turn. Nothing happened. You gave Nothing me happened. no sign, no inkling of like, yo, I'm regretting this. I don't want to be in this situation anymore. And you seeing me texting you and calling you and you just ignoring that fuck, that is some sociopathic shit. No, it's really <laughs> weird. It was it's I, really weird. I was able and to And I know get Papa a- to listen to this podcast. I'm so sorry. I know you're listening to this and I know that for, for to an extent we've made peace between us, but I, you, well, you wild for that fuck. Well, I'm saying <laughs> you fuck wild you. for that fuck. Like, I don't know who you are, but fuck you for ghosting my sis. <laughs> you, she could, she could forgive you, but I'm not forgiving you for that. Fuck How you. can you be like... And this ain't for that person, but just in general, how can you be okay with making a person feel those emotions? Yeah, like, it's wild. It's it's a complete lack of empathy, a total lack of empathy. Yeah. And, and and luckily, I was able to not 
harp on it for too long. Like I let it go. I was able to heal from it quickly because it was still a new connection. So it's mm-hmm. not like we'd been dating for months, you know, but yeah. we'd been dating for maybe like a month and a half, maybe. Yeah. Which, so I wasn't, it wasn't a thing where it was forever, but it also was like, bruh. Like yeah. it just kind of, all it did for me was just affirm that nine times out of 10, these men just do whatever they think it's going to take to get them some, some booty. And this is why, like, it'll 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 bother me, right? Like, it when I've been it, ghosted in the past, it's affected how I moved in dating situations going forward. Yeah, and I remember being in that situation where I was single and I was casually seeing someone, and they promised to meet up with me. And the night come and, you know, they had get caught up doing other stuff. I think they were walking or something. And he didn't text me until the day after and was like, I am so sorry. He was like, I literally didn't leave work until midnight. Like all this shit happened. And I remember being so fucking pissed, right? I was so mad. And I was like, you telling me you couldn't step out for a second? I think I reacted so negatively to that one thing. And he was like, why? And I was like, when you just didn't say anything... I expected that you were ghosting me. Even though he wasn't ghosting you, to wait till the next day to respond to me is still disrespectful. Yeah. You don't have the foresight to know while you were at, were at work that you were going to be there late. The way things looking at work, I'm definitely getting out late. I'll let you know by X, Y, Z at time whether or not we can still hang out tonight. Mm. That way you at least have the freedom to do something else with your time or yeah. to at least know there's a chance that these plans fall through. And then if by the time I done with walk or by the time that time come, I know I'm going to be too tired to hang out. Listen, we're going to have to reschedule. I am so sorry. How does tomorrow look for you? How does that? That's what people who actually want to be involved with you do. Exactly. You see what and I'm saying? That's so these one thing that I want people to understand because I'm sure that sometimes people listen to these conversations and they think like, oh, well, maybe that was a one-time thing. You can't assume this about this person. Men, as a woman who has dated plenty of men, mm. I need you to understand, you know how often I'm going to do this? Like, mm. this is in your MOU. This is a this is a thing that you do, that you and your yeah. brothers do, okay? And yeah. just one man who do this to me, you know? Your brethren. Oh. This is a common thread in the string of man shit that y'all, yeah. this, this is something y'all have in common. It's the not showing up and not texting to explain why or That's in advance so and saying, hey, this thing came up. It's the, I gonna go shoot because... I they, I have this thing and I don't want to talk to you about it because I have this fear of how you're going to react. So I'm going to just ghost instead. Mm. It's not one mm. man. Okay. It's plenty <laughs> of plenty men. Of it's all of them. Do this. And I have many female friends who can attest to it. This is some shit I don't do. I feel like, <laughs> like so triggered right now. Um, I just want you to know here. I'm so triggered right now. <laughs> I want to put on Janae Aiko's song when she was going out. Right I'm sitting here and I'm literally, as you say, when you're saying there's like a reel of times where that last bitch yeah. that I claim, all these things popped up and I'm just sitting here like these niggas don't deserve. I'm so I'm glad. at the I'm- point now where obviously don't plan to end up single again. But if I do, I'm going to have such a difficult time dating because the amount of times that men have kind of just repeated these behaviors, the red flag gonna just shoot up and be like, get a fuck out, get a fuck out. That's where I'm at. Because right now I'm very single. It's been a while. I actually just celebrated um 
four or five months um not being involved in any fashion if you know what i mean congratulations Um, yes i'm loving it um so i i'm very single and then i've been single for a little over a year actually yeah a year and some change now i've been single um but in any case um if you know i i want to have I, i i would like some male company i've made this clear you know if a man pursues me and I'm interested, if my crush say, hey, Deidre, let's go skating, I'm going to be like, bitch, let's go. Um, but in any case, the first time, you don't have no three mm-hmm. strikes. I'm not a three strikes and you're out ass bitch no more. I'm not giving nobody no chances. The first time you play with my time, I'm dipping. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you too, I'm not even going to ghost you. I'm going to tell you, you don't seem to have good time management skills. You don't seem as, bye. I'm not giving <laughs> nobody no chances or nothing. Bye. Because I'm sorry, y'all, like, it's, there's, there's, like, there's assumptions that I can make about people who do things like ghost, about people who do things like not let you know when they're going to miss something or Mm -hmm. be late. Like, there is a level of consideration and respect that you have for people when you call them and say, hey, I run in late, or hey, I can't make it today, I'm so sorry, or sorry to cancel plans, can we reschedule, like, it's not just some etiquette frou-frou bullshit. Like, it's literally just respect and consideration, and it takes two seconds to do. Two you seconds. out here ghosting because you don't want to tell me that you depressed? Fine. I get how depression works. I get that sometimes people self-isolate, but I also have too many friends and family members who have actual, like, major depressive disorder who to hit me up and be like, hey, I need to disappear for a little while. I... I need it. I, I need exactly. a moment. Exactly. And I'll be like, cool. Or I'll be like, hey, you good? No, I'm going through some shit right now. I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Cool. Exactly. Fine. We are adults. Nobody is asking you to perform an act that is like so far outside of your comfort zone that you're going to fucking die. A text. Exactly. It is 2022. You can't send a text? You. First of all, you don't even have to pick up the phone. You could tell Siri to send it. Don't fucking play in my face. Because let me tell you something. And this is not comparing a relationship to a job. But guess what? If you're going to be late to walk, you don't notify somebody. Bitch, if you're going to be late for this date, notify me. Listen, in 1865, motherfuckers were sending letters, okay? Letters. True, like, message of pigeons and fuck. To talk to the love of their life. And you have access to internet instant mess instant messaging from the time i leave your tom my phone dinging and you but, can't text me back get you your mother's you don't even have to use your thumbs no more you could send a voice note you have i you get your pads you, you washing dishes you could tell a hey, siri tell uh, a bitch i don't want to talk to she no more oh you're gonna be see, like your text message says tell this, that bitch i don't want to talk to her anymore uh, like hit send yes see how fast that was <laughs> Y'all yeah, not gonna keep playing in my face, which is why at the fir- listen, I'm not even looking at red flags no more. If that fuck is beige, pink, tinged in any fashion, that you flag go. just gotta look a little off, off white. Yup, just a little beige, and you gotta <laughs> go. Bye. If in the, the brightest hint of green, me not fuck. So we we've come to the conclusion there are scenarios in which ghosting is okay. They typically have to do with your boundaries and your yes. mental health and what you feel you need to do. Yeah. But in situations where someone did nothing fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Even there was a point where I would use um time spent as an excuse, right? Like, oh, we don't know each other that well. It's not like we were a couple. Even still, that's not okay. Yeah. It's still not okay. No. 
even if it's somebody you met on Tinder and y'all went on like two dates and it's just, you just not feeling it. Um, it's okay to simply say, I want to move in another direction. Yeah. I wish you well. Yeah. Like if there's, if there's some type of anticipation of like continued connection, if things went really well, like you have to understand that like people are expecting things to go well. And if sometimes people don't have a clear signal of like, okay, this wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. Then they expect that continues connection and for things to continue going well. So no, they don't deserve to be fucking ghosted. Yeah, don't be, don't stop ghosting people. We leaving like, that shit in twenty. Yeah, we leaving we leaving it back there. It's not it's your, not okay. Put your big boy panties on or your big girl panties on and do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this was good. This was yeah. good. And if you're listening um, to this episode and you ghost me in the past, well, bitch. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad as hell at every motherfucker who ever goes to you here, Isa. Yeah, I mean... Fuck all of them. Honestly, now, it's... Looking back, it is people who probably didn't deserve to have a continued relationship with me anyway. But it still sucked. Um, yes. And I want to be like, oh, it made me the person I am. It made me better. No, that fuck, I suck. No, it, sucks. it sucks. sucks. Not every lesson is supposed to enter your life, right? Yeah. Because my favorite thing, to the thing that gets me through hard times is that a loss is not a loss, it's a lesson. But yeah. not every L is a lesson. Sometimes people just ain't, sometimes you've been dealing with a fucking loser. And then yeah. they bring that losing ass energy in your fucking aura. Like, sometimes that shit, the legit suck. And it took a long time for me i gonna be real the reason ghosting really sucked is because emotionally i was not an emotionally mature person i was Mm -hmm. a person who was dealing with abandonment issues so i didn't react to ghosting how a stronger person might have i didn't just pack up my shit and dust it off my shoulder and move on no i was hurt and i was bothered and that's fair affected me mentally and that fuck sucked so if you ghosted me in the past your dick probably smile and your woman they want you anyway well Deidre, tell the people and bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no wait. You can't tell the people and bye yet because I gotta do. I gotta do. I gotta do our housekeeping. Oh yeah. Oh, before um, housekeeping, this is so random. I look at my orchid. Your orchid she's is fucking very cute. flourishing. She's, she's so stunning. She's I just. Want, I know this is so random. Y'all gonna hate me today. <laughs> no, the patrons will probably be like, "What the fuck, Deidre? Be that this is Deidre every Sunday." Every- um, <laughs> But no, yeah, the, I mean, obviously, guys, you know what to do. Tag us at GoodUpPod on all the social media. Use hashtag GoodUpTuesday. Um, we have a very interesting Patreon account, which is that you could pay any amount of money and still receive the same access to all of the same bonus content. And I did that because I recognize that we are living in very tough times and everybody mm. don't have the same amount of money, but still Best. sometimes people want to support good up. So your $1 is the same to me as somebody's 10 and you gonna get the same extra content because it means you that. are a part of our VIP section. So you go help us keep the motherfucking lights on in this bitch at patreon.com slash good up podcast. Also, you are now hearing ads on this podcast. I do recognize that. We need to keep the lights on in this bitch. We are now yeah, monetized. Hey. So if you hear a random white person talking in the middle of this, of this podcast, don't, don't, it's, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, just, it's just fine. let us, let us make our money, man. Yeah. Let click us make our fuck. money. It's free for you. It's, <laughs> click the, you know, click the, click the ad. It click might be something ad. that actually really is beneficial to No, you. yeah. Yeah, and for the most part, it has been other podcasts advertising, and they seem mm-hmm. really interesting. So just mm-hmm. know that we have ads because we need to keep the lights on in this bitch. Yeah. So, 
Um, with all that being said, we love you guys. We will we see you, you so next much. week. And um, yeah, DJ, tell the people um, bye. Bye. Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey Isaac Quinones Ivory and is a proud member of the Kickin' It family. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash Good Up Podcast. 